Today's topic that we'll be covering is badminton. It is the second fastest growing sport in India. It is becoming the second most beloved sport in India. We are producing top talent. And speaking about top talent, we have our guest, uh, Shlok Ramachandran. Shlok has been there, done that, achieved a lot. Why badminton? What was your interest? I didn't have a choice actually. So when I was seven, um, my dad had taken membership at this at this nearby sports club. Randomly one day, my dad called me up saying that ki beta kya karega. Uh, badminton or tennis. The catch in this was, if I had to play tennis, I had to wait six months because the court was still being made. Uh, now the seven-year-old me and my best friend thought that homework ke liye six months tennis is not worth it. Uh, let's play badminton. So that is how it all started. Hi guys, welcome back to All About Sports, the podcast. You guys are joined by a regular host, Mazar and Aniket. And today we have someone very special. But before I introduce our guest, uh, today's topic that we'll be covering is badminton. Badminton is, is a sport that is growing rapidly in India. And in fact, uh, it is the second fastest growing sport in India. It is becoming the second most beloved sport in India after cricket. Um, academies are springing up all across the country. We are producing top talent like PV uh, Sindhu and Saina Nehwal. And speaking about top talent, we have our guest, uh, Shlok Ramachandran. Thank you so much for joining us today, Shlok. How are you doing? I am good. Uh, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be on All About Sports today. And for all our viewers and listeners, Shlok has uh, been there, done that, achieved a lot. Uh, his highest uh, world ranking was 32 in men's doubles. He's represented India in three world championships, has seven BWF titles to his name, four uh, runner-up uh, medals. Um, his last competition was Lagos and currently he's pursuing his master's in arts, entertainment and media management. Shlok, just your introduction, I think it, it just like leaves me spellbound. You've achieved so much and you achieved so much, I think, like at the age of 24, 25. So to start off with, uh, you got into badminton, obviously, at, at a very early age. Why badminton? What was your interest? Uh, how did you get into the sport? I didn't have a choice actually. So when I was seven, um, my dad had taken membership at this at this nearby sports club called Goreo Sports Club, uh, and uh, he was a true sport lover. And he would go with his family friends, and he would go and play every day in the evening from about seven to nine. And that would be the time me and my best friend would go and trouble them a lot and won't let them play basically snatch headers and run away uh, so then a coach joined and randomly one day my dad called me up saying that Ki, Beta kya karega? Uh, badminton or tennis the catch in this was if I had to play tennis I had to wait six months because the court was still being made uh, now the seven-year-old me and my best friend thought Ki, homework ke liye six months tennis is not worth it uh, let's play badminton so that is how it all started. So it did. So never at seven or eight was the ambition to go on play states. Shuru mein the ambition was mummy se homework karayenge. <laughs> and uh, eventually years passed and it became a little more serious. And I really don't know when it actually became so serious, right? Because I remember my dad telling me and telling his friends at a very early age when I was very early in my career that if he could serve straight high to the baseline, I would be like extremely satisfied uh, but yeah you know it's a long way but no no particular reason man i mean 2007 we go this is in 2000 not in 2007 uh, this is what 2003 2004 uh, and uh, badminton wasn't that apart from gopi sir winning the all england it wasn't like a huge sport right i mean hockey was much bigger than uh, tennis was bigger cricket was obviously cricket but yeah there was no other reason to join badminton otherwise so one thing that is very interesting about badminton is like how you mentioned Gopi, Gopi sir also. Uh, uh, Gopi Chan sir in one of his interviews he recently said that when he started coaching there were just 10 good courts in Hyderabad and now there are more than 1000. And obviously the game has gone to next level based on how India has been winning a lot. We've been producing top talent. So when you started, uh, okay when you started like you said you just started for fun. But when you actually start getting involved in the sport as compared to where we are in 2021. What changes you've seen in the Indian badminton scene uh, in respect to infrastructure, players, coaching, development, anything? What are the massive changes you've seen? Basically infrastructure, uh, but more towards the southern states and towards the north maybe. We haven't got the culture yet in Mumbai because Mumbai unfor unfortunately has a very club-oriented 
sporting infrastructure so you need to be a club member of a club to go actually play there regularly but that's not the case in bangalore or hyderabad or maybe even north so you've got a lot of pay to play centers right and there are academies running there so you pay 400 rupees and then you can go and play uh, so that has increased uh, right now it, they say that in bangalore every 3 kilometers you can find about 6 to 8 badminton courts which is huge um every generation has had a superstar uh, it started with prakash sir in the early 70s and 80s gopi sir came in i wouldn't actually call him a superstar but okay he was he matlab he bought a lot more fame but actually it was all saina way saina came in uh, that medal at the london olympics uh, was just was 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 very special for indian badminton it opened um doors for potentially lot of younger children to pick up playing the sport right and then premier badminton league came uh you uh, star sports got the broadcasting rights earlier there were there weren't any broadcasting rights uh, but once people start seeing sport uh, or a particular sport from round 1 it it generates that kind of interest so you so is there any super 100 or super 750 event right from wednesday you will be having the telecast that makes a huge difference uh for anybody to pick up the sport uh the money has started to come in uh there is more money given by the government uh to the badminton association of india so yeah so apart from the sponsors coming in obviously we still have a very long way to go uh, but yeah uh, viewership is one uh, sponsorship two and just the fact that the level of competition in badminton in india has increased tremendously like today if you look at any under 13 or under 15 all india tournament you will have minimum 1000 entries minimum that's a lot that that wasn't the case when i was 7 or 8 you would have 400 500 maybe 600 entries but now you you ask any third especially a girl child just because saina and sindhu's exploits they would say beta tumhe kya karna hai i want to become pv sindhu that it's become a household name so once you become a household name once you become like mujhe sachin banna hai mujhe sindhu banna hai mujhe saina banna hai it makes a lot of difference and that is that comes only down to the viewership today a 7 year old can actually watch uh if not even saina she can watch taizuing or rachnog intanon uh, but let's say squash you there's there's no broadcasting deal right so how will a 7 year old 8 year old watch it on tv i mean obviously you 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 can go and watch it on facebook live but it's not the same thing that is the huge difference right now so i'm going to put you slightly on the spot here shlok uh you chose to take a hiatus in 2019 after uh, the 2020. lagos okay in 2020 so yeah. you wrapped up with 2019 and then decided to take a hiatus yeah. uh what made you take such a decision given that the tokyo olympics are uh, was scheduled for 2020 so was was it did you have dreams of representing india in the olympics or did you decide to take this decision based on some other factors uh no no i obviously had aspirations to play uh, for the country at the olympics uh, so during the 2019 season uh, we were ranked about 36 or 37 that's uh, uh, myself and arjun mr who was my partner um there was a new coach which came in a foreign coach who, and he sort of uh, uh you know ended our partnership uh you know which was tough for me to take just for the fact that you know it was 6 months before the olympics i thought if you could have changed it after the olympics maybe it would have made a lesser difference uh because no pair directly wins a tournament right once you don't i so i thought maybe if, if you would have given me 6 months to play i know qualifying was tough because chirag and satu were doing so well right it was very difficult there 0.001% chance tha but still i we had goals and we had ambition and and so that kind of hit me uh, you know the, it was taken away from me which hurt for a bit um so what happens that when a partnership breaks uh, when you start a new partnership you need to start putting in the money by yourself mm. so it's a you go from scratch and then only when you reach the top 25 top 30 you get funded by the government that is the current rule so which i felt Uh, that you know, coming from a middle class family, I didn't have. I, mean, I had the investment. You know, I made some money. You know, when I played with Arjun, but I just felt that you know, if I put in the money and if it doesn't work out, and then then I, then I'm nowhere, right? I can't go ahead. I can't go back. I'm I'm kind of stuck. Uh, so you know, that was so financial was you know financially. Uh, my finance was one of the reasons why I I left. But uh, 
apart from fact that my dream was taken away from me uh, again i i don't i don't matlab talk ill about my coaches uh, but he is not even the coach of the indian team anymore so <laughs> and yeah so yeah so rather you know strange uh, turn of events uh, but i'm happy I'm, but i'm really happy for arjun uh, i think his new partnership has started really well with dhruv kapila so yeah man no no regrets whatsoever and you know i wish him and i still talk to him every day and not every day every other week and you know i wish him all the best and you know we, we've got a good understanding and yeah so no bad blood but yeah so that was one of the major reasons of me quitting the sport and just for the fact that 17 18 years i've just played the sport right i wanted to explore ki matlab what what's more to life you know i've i've, I've stayed away from home for like close to 9 and 1/2 10 years so i wanted to come back home spend time with my family as well uh, so yeah so multiple reasons family finance uh, dream taken away so it's like a uh, it's like a mixed bag shlok you know your story hits us more than you think right now it hits us majorly and and honestly why it hits me more is because i've been tracking you and arjun playing you guys won four back to back tournaments if i'm not wrong uh, made yeah, five I mean, consecutive finals so that's yeah, why it we, we, really yeah. sucks to hear this right now yeah, i mean we were, we were good we were we weren't making it big at the super series level to you know in all fairness to the coach um but yeah in india especially we are, we hadn't lost before the finals in the past 3 years from the 2016 to 2019 season uh, every time we would play a domestic tournament we would be on the podium if not winning uh, but yeah when a, when a coach comes and takes you out and and tells you that maybe you're not good enough uh, i mean it, it's tough to you know fight against the chief national coach right because he he calls the shots i didn't feel that you know that i wasn't good enough i i i felt that if i was playing at that level i was definitely good enough but uh, you know it it was uh, you know a difficult fight to take on which i didn't want to take on also hey are you like us and trying to make your own podcast but aren't really sure where to get started well when we first began we didn't really know how to get our podcast out there to the hundreds of different podcast platforms that's where anchor comes in Anchor's your one-stop shop for all things podcasting from start to finish. It allows you to record and edit your podcast and then when you're ready to publish, distributes it to a ton of podcasting platforms including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Once you've posted your episode, Anchor tracks listening across platforms and graphs your performance across countries, age groups and platforms. That's how we know that 4% of our listeners are in Hong Kong. If you're listening from Hong Kong right now, well, thank you. And Anchor is totally free. To get started, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. That's a n c h o r . f m to get started. Now back to the pod. So, one thing I like, I mean, I know I'm stepping into Malu's domain, sorry Malu. but like what happens with a lot of athletes in india is you have to do a cost benefit analysis right with your true future absolutely you, you literally have to measure your finances before you can make a decision because it's not easy to uh, pursue sports in india and uh, one thing i'd like to know is do you see that changing like centered around badminton do you see that changing with a league in place now with some more investment into the sport Like, I mean, of course, not. Uh, it's not going to be a snap of the finger change, but uh, I mean, you already mentioned it. I'm sorry, I'm going to train, taking everyone down that track again. Right? There are now eyeballs on the sport, and pe- people watch, which means people enroll, which means there's sponsorship. Um, but do you see that changing, or because look, you, you. It's not not to say that you are our age. You are practically you are you are literally yeah. our age, and. to think that uh, i cannot pursue something because uh, it might not financially support me and my family it's a very hard decision considering how much time an athlete has to invest at and at what at you have to begin at a very tender age um, so do you think with a new league in place not new with a league in place um, more investment do you see this uh, not happening at least in badminton i mean y'all do not really to be honest even if you look at uh, the premier badminton league uh, there are a lot of foreigners right i mean you don't have that kind of rule where the ipl says that you can only play four indian players the only rule in the pbl is that you need to play one indian player in the whole tie 
that needs oh. to change i mean if not that if you're keeping that premier badminton league saying that okay this is the show gala event you know this is going to be all fun then you keep a domestic league in place where you know there is uh, practically more indian players playing uh, you 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 just look at the numbers in the premier badminton league also uh, i mean you you got success stories you got satvik saira chirag shetty all doing well but you look at the number of foreign players playing it it is a lot more you compare ipl and pbl uh, just for example tangasaru natarajan i mean what a story man what a story out of nowhere the kid uh, has a good season with the sunrisers he's gone as a net bowler he plays all three formats does well wins india the gaba test match and comes back i mean those kind of stories are not happening in badminton also the, the fact that uh, right now the whole funding situation is that only if you're in the top 25 or 30 you get funded so i uh, so unless we do not have more policies of uh, potentially making an a team this is where i think bcci does a phenomenal job they've got an a team uh, this is called the india a road which is so good right so so you've got a continuous backup 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 being made and you've got more players like re injured hai wo aa raha hai ashwin out sundaran uh, jadeja out nadeem in aksar patel in so like to like replacements are coming we don't have an a team or like an a roster building up so most of the 19 20 year olds are going on their own money and how long will you sustain it right okay tomorrow let's say that mother is a 19 year old junior national champion mother has has a lot of money a lot of family only mother can play but what about shubham shubham is maybe under 19 bronze medalist he comes from a middle class family he cannot afford that how in terms of talent there i don't think there's going there's a lot of difference between mazhar and shubham but mazhar will eventually go on to play more and become better just because the fact that he's better financially right so unless we do not come with better policies come up with a domestic league you know it is not going to change and i still am at a very good position there are players below me who are you are you know really struggling and who have not even made the top 50 top 60 they eventually join a railways or, and because they haven't paid a lot of attention to their sport uh, to their uh, uh, education they, they 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 take clerical jobs and you know and i mean i mean one thing is that maybe you start getting more government jobs you start talking to public sector and or maybe mix corporate into uh, government other is possibly making a domestic league but yeah but bi has announced that they are revamping the domestic structure which is going to increase the prize money by a lot which is a start right but again long way off uh, it need yeah another thing also i think uh, uh, gopichand so he mentioned that in the future the cost of playing badminton is going to come down because the shuttles are going to become synthetic so getting into the sport and playing the sport uh, in terms of cost it will be cheaper for players in the future so hopefully that can encourage more players but one thing that i would like to ask you because obviously you have so much knowledge about the indian badminton structure and you played so much now this is just like a fun hypothetical situation if you were like the chief uh, decision maker in india's badminton association what would be the top 3 or top 5 changes that you would like to implement in order to boost india india india's badminton scene um number one will be that after the f- i i would uh, right at the start of the season i would keep four domestic tournaments and out of those domestic tournaments i would make an a team of players ranging between 18 to 22 and i would give them a run for a year with target saying that you know i'm going to give you eight tournaments uh and you know there there are the, and with the coaches and support staff everybody in position and you go you meet your targets you get extended you you play a, you play more tournaments if you do not reach saying that okay let's say you three of you are part of that a, a squad so your mother your target is that you have to play at least two semi finals at a challenger event if you do that then you are extended at the indian team otherwise you go back to the domestic grind as simple as how they do it in cricket you perform well you go back to ranji you get picked you go come again so that will be number one get make a pool of about 30 35 players across all formats men doubles mixed doubles men singles women singles women doubles and and back them for a year year 18 months right give them the chance and also send coaches send good indian coaches send good support staff so that they are not lacking anywhere that will be number 1 number 2 will be to possibly make a badminton association of india stadium right that would be number 2 our federation doesn't have a national center of their own uh, so possibly that that would be number 
number three would be starting a domestic league of our own, uh, where you know we encourage corporates uh, to buy teams, and this will be a year year on league. So, so something very sim- similar happens in Denmark, where there is a year long league, uh, where the matches are scheduled when there are no tournaments, and it is just like the English Premier League and or any other kind of league. You play about uh, say about twelve to fourteen league matches, and then you play the semis and the finals. so that to and in that you have the option of a limited slot available to foreigners so let's say that you've got a team of 10 in that you can take three foreigners that's it but the rest seven are indians so you've got a quota system and so you you pay them and there is no auction in this right you go you individually you go you sign players tum how much you ever you can pay you go you sign as simple there is no auction there is nothing simple how the english premier league work there is no auction right you you want to you yeah. want to transfer you pay a transfer fees you get him all the players have to be registered with the league you come you sign players you keep a transfer window as simple as that so that would be the my number 3 change so these three changes and obviously the the revamping of the domestic structure more money that would be number 4 which they have already done and possibly my number 5 would be to get a primary sponsor for badminton association of india uh, and everything right from equipment everything let's say i tie up with nike they they are not into badminton just say nike is into badminton so badminton association of india ties up with nike and all the equipment is given to the players from nike and obviously you you will have exceptions like sindhu who can have their own private sponsor but the rest of the lot they have to play with the nike products and obviously the payment has been made according to a certain ranking say mazhar you are from your rank is 25 so there will be a slab between 20 to 30 you will be paid that much say shubham you are 60 to 70 so you get paid that much only if you reach the top 5 you have the option of signing with another brand just because i said you have reached the number 5 but till then you you play under a banner which which is something which is decided between the federation and the equipment sponsor that is how it works with malaysia and korea so malaysia is with victor korea is with yonex so every player if he is with the federation they get paid from the the association gets paid from victor and then they get paid from them or you become pro saying that theek hai agar main sab apna karunga but then i am not taking anything from the association hmm. i am completely pro i take my sponsors i take my equipment you don't pay anything but then but if you want to if you want bi to support you then you do what we say especially in all of this or you become pro tum apna karo you make your money you find sponsors you do no so you are two ways about you go two ways but i think that's very important uh, to do that because only then the 19 year olds and 20 year olds will make some money no otherwise the otherwise equipment equipment contracts are very tough to come by in general so once no. the whole federation is with somebody then obviously you get paid no and then obviously then once you go up above the rank you go start getting paid more and that is where that's that's where the federation is earning money that's how they are sending you for tournaments so it's pro, it, it, it is pro and then yeah and then the last point which is very important is that paying indian coaches well and giving them targets giving them targets saying that okay we are keeping you on for two years this is the target we want so there is enough pressure on the coach which would put enough pressure on the students so it it is like a cycle and because there is a lot of pressure on the federation to produce results so from the media and from the general audience so it's like a circle right so unless there is no pressure on anybody nobody is like if if i am mazhar if you are the say the head coach of men singles and you are paying getting paid what 3000 dollars a month you better give me results in a year otherwise you are sacked just like the premier league you uh, i am paying thomas to shell uh, 15 million a year i want a top four result frank lampard didn't give me that he's off as ruthless and that is how the system works in malaysia and korea the coaches don't produce the results they are out do sal bahar no if there was a way to vote i would vote for you so that you become the chief of the badminton association <laughs> i like your ideas pretty, i agree to be i like it <laughs> to be to be very honest the second last point is kind it's so good because you, okay you get you get a sponsor in so kid essentially you're trying to support the kids from like say 17 to 22 23 who basically don't have a chance of earning money all right so you are you are handing them some cash to begin with second you're sponsoring them with equipment so you're taking away some of the expenses that they're paying for now 
people really underestimate uh, how much it takes to travel for tournament oh, right yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. you it's not like uh, all everyone is has access to the tournament center where the tournaments happening intentionally tournaments are placed in different cities and people have to travel so you you're taking away some expense even if the travel is not covered i mean that would be the one which i would pick in case someone would ask like which one do you want them to cover but yeah so basically handing them cash you're taking away some expenses and you're letting someone at least approach their prime somewhere close to their prime in a sport right you can't expect someone to start producing results at say 19 20 you to be really special irrespective of the sport you play you have to be absolutely special to have that kind of you know uh, god tier uh, status that people would approach you to lay like, let me sponsor you let me cover for your expenses and most certainly so in a sport which is not as uh, popular in terms of viewership in the country so that fourth point mega uh, also i'm with shobham uh, where is the voting <laughs> where is the voting system for this please let us yeah, and anath yeah shok already has three votes another, yeah, already another has major three point votes. in this is that ki the the national camp ka list needs to get refreshed every 18 months players who are not performing unfortunately that is how sport works right you know you've got players knocking on the door yeah. so matlab tum matlab you you will you so i'll i'll give you a very It, small example right so there is this indonesian pair called berry angrewan and hardianto they were 23 in the world okay uh so when in the 2019 season for the so the last 8 months they didn't perform really well they didn't cross a single first round they were out the world junior champions who had just won they were in imagine world number 23 has been put out of the squad recently this is two weeks back badminton association of malaysia has sacked their world number 11 and world number 10 mixed doubles pair and told them that you are not part of bam anymore you will go out and play as professional players we are not funding you just because as for the past one year you haven't produced the results we wanted to get you now tell me can this something like this happen in india no it does it can't because first of all the yeah it it cannot right agar tum world number 10 world number 11 ho to tum matlab sar pe chad gaye ho matlab which is fair but you you make an environment where saying that you know everybody no nobody is untouchable here uh, unless you are say saina or sindhu you reach world number 1 theek hai special status like how lee chongwe was given in malaysia special status no problem but rest nobody is untouchable boss you don't perform for a year you will get it on the back side and you are going to be out because there are players waiting to come and take your spot because there is enough backlash yeah especially in a sport where the spots are limited so exactly. if, like think about f1 right <laughs> out okay no results please leave we have yuki sonoda yeah. who's like barely 18 yeah. i mean nico hulkenberg is doesn't hasn't even got a single seat I and mean, that's how ruthless it is and sport is ruthless so the and the higher helps, the viewership it right keep, it helps keep pressure on everyone who's involved right which is kind of pushing towards the result uh like towards positive results so i understand that uh, philosophy you know that is when you become like, a sporting powerhouse right the, you know us is, right, is a is an olympic sport powerhouse china is a powerhouse you look at their systems that's simple they're very ruthless as simple as that you produce the results you produce the goods very good we will give you everything and that is why because we are supporting you right from your 15 it's not that once you only become 24 and you become world world number 24 now we'll support you we have supported you ever since you were 14 15 and you had matlab just tried to make roads in the chinese national system right so that is how it works now another story of mine right i was 21 22 when i started playing with arjun we had to go to europe we had three tournaments we had the belgium open we had the czech open and we had the polish open total kharcha for three tournaments in europe including flight stay entry fees 2 lakh rupees we did we did crowd per head per head we did crowd funding i got exactly 2 lakh for that we went we went and i had some of my dad family friends were very kind enough to everybody gave pitched in 30 35000 40000 otherwise there's no way i would have actually gone also uh, arjun did the same he got sponsor muthoot finance came in and gave him 2 lakhs so basically when we were going there hamara budget tha ki din ka we have to only spend 18 euros a day otherwise we are going over budget otherwise we won't have enough money to complete the tournament 
that is not the kind of pressure you want on a 20 year old or a 21 year old when you go for a tournament right saying that ki boss 18 euros chale jo donor kebab khate hain 6 euros mein dinner ho jayega which is shit yeah, okay. i mean it is not the stuff you have on tournaments right you so, can't have that shit correct the pressure should be to perform not to think about how will exactly. you exactly your the pressure should be on giving your 150% every day in practice so that you go to tournament and you going out to win your pressure shouldn't be that ki boss uh, 12 euro 14 euro फाइनेंसेस बेटर है देख रहे हर दिन के बाद भाई कितना यूरो बचा है हमारे पास आई मीन राइट नाउ व्हेन आई थिंक अबाउट इट इट इज लाइक कि बॉस इट इज लाइक इट इज रॉन्ग बट आई होप दैट यू नो थिंग्स चेंज दैट इज द ओनली थिंग आई कैन डू राइट आई होप समडे आई गेट टू वर्क इन द एडमिनिस्ट्रेशन पार्ट व्हिच बिकॉज़ यू यू नीड फॉर्मर प्लेयर्स हु अंडरस्टैंड द स्पोर्ट टू बी अ पार्ट ऑफ द सिस्टम राइट यू आई मीन यू लुक एट you look at sports in us you've got former olympic medalists uh former pan am medalists in the setup and trying to figure out things how how they can make it easier right now it's not just getting any easier for the athlete for the top one yes boss sab sab mil jayega if you are in the top 15 in uh, in the world and you are an indian athlete tumhe sab kuch milega but what if you are 35 or 32 or worse in a what are you what if you are 55 100 what then at the numbers there are more na ऊपर इतने लेकिन पीछे तो इतने है ना उसके बारे में कोई सोच नहीं रहा एवरीबडीज थिंकिंग ओ साइना सिंधु साइना सिंधु बट यू लुक एट यू लुक एट द नंबर ऑफ प्लेयर्स हु आर स्ट्रगलिंग टू 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 मीट एंड एंड फ्रॉम फिनोमिनली टैलेंटेड प्लेयर्स राइट एंड दिस कोविड के वजह से मैन आई नो सो मेनी प्लेयर्स हु स्टॉप प्लेइंग जस्ट बिकॉज़ आई दैट दे डिडंट हैव द फाइनेंशियल सपोर्ट एंड यू नो ट्रिमेंडसली गुड एथलीट्स राइट सो वन थिंग दैट आई वांटेड टू आस्क यू बिकॉज़ यू हैव स्पोकन सो मच अबाउट like how you would hopefully like to sometime get into uh, uh the admin part of things and see what you can do i came across an article which is very interesting about you going to nagpur in november 2020 where there was a training camp or something like that where you where you were the the guest uh, i think guest of honor or the guest coach or something like that so when you went out there i think there were only few uh, players so did did you see any like really good talent and how do you see india's future talent coming down the pipeline how how do you see no uh, yeah unfortunately i couldn't go there uh, because of the fact that the nagpur uh, covid covid uh, uh, thing was pretty bad so there wasn't a lot of movement allowed so that was taken back uh, but in terms of talent right i run an academy in goregao sports club on the weekends there's phenomenal talent i mean there is absolutely no shortage of talent in india leave i mean don't mistake me that you know we've not got talent we've got tremendous talent we've got some amazing players in the wings you look at it it, it is just that they need to be groomed matlab wo bolte hai na ki dangal mein dialogue hai na ki matlab champions aise bante nahi hai unko phool ke tarah you matlab pani dalo sunlight do and aise aise karke banaye jate hai champions it is a lot of work uh like again right players like lakshya sen who have been supported by olympic gold quest for a very long time that is why lakshya sen is lakshya sen today but idly with a country like india which got a medal at the olympics in 2012 we should have had at least 3 4 lakshya sens by now across categories to today uh, it is very sad to say that after sikki uh, sikki reddy and ashwini ponappa who right who who next after saina and sindhu who do you know anybody right general public you tum yahi puch lo cricket mein who after virat kohli seedha shubman gill prithvi shaw Uh, who after uh, jasprit bumrah mohammed siraj general public no you know na but who right no right right but so yeah you need to nurture them you so a good scouting system has to be in place i know a lot of good talented players uh, but there needs to be a good scouting system in place and you know you need to you need to give them the chance to go and express themselves on the tour at least for a year if uh, you know to see that you know if they can make it at the series challenge level because series challenge level is a very early stage where you can understand how well the player can do if the player cannot do well at the series challenge level he is possibly not going to do well uh, at the grand prix or the super series level but but you need to give chances what's the point of playing so well at the domestic event you you win tournaments every two months but kya you're not you're not getting sent anywhere tomorrow you again play those tournaments winner gets 50000 rupees doubles mate splits 25 25 what is the point 
I mean, Ranji, man, yehi fire na. You go, you make thousand, thousand two hundred runs. If not, the Indian team you're getting selected in the India A team, no. What's the point of continuously winning domestic tournaments when there is no end game to it? That right. needs to be sorted. Saying that, okay, boss, ki you win four tournaments here, this is what you will get. Then there will be motivation. Today there is no motivation to play domestic tournaments apart from the money. Now with the new revamp system, maybe the money will get in the motivation. Then, okay, boss, twenty-five lakhs total prize money. If we win, then lakh rupees will get. Good enough. Four days, five days' expense. Roughly, if you go to any city in India, twenty-five, thirty thousand's expense. Seventy thousand. If we win, then I will get a profit. That would take out a lot of my expenses. But apart from that, you need some motivation. Okay, okay, boss. You know, if I play four tournaments, maybe I could get into the India A team. Maybe I could get funded for a year, and then you start thinking, boss, ये tournament में जाके अच्छा करना है, at least final पहुँचा तो करना है. But again, yeah, that is how you need a good scouting system. Everything works on pressure, right? You, you, it, it's like a circle. It's like a vicious circle or a cycle, uh, which, which at some point of time needs to start. And I hope somewhere down the line it does, because uh, otherwise we will, मतलब the kind of traction we've gained or gained on the sport will eventually go off right tomorrow if nobody performs at the world tour star sports is not going to continue to broadcast it in india so today we we, we are very the sport to stagnate exactly so stagnate. we are privileged to be in an era where you've got the likes of hs pranoy kidambi shrikant parupalli kashyap saina nehwal uh, and uh, satvik saira chirag shetty uh, but there will be a time when they will fade away right they are not going to play forever and you need somebody to replace them and so that people still watch the sport if tomorrow star sports doesn't see the trp why why it, it is a business making thing for them right they are not going to do it just for the fact that oh we love badminton right we are in it for the money and then once the broadcasting goes then the sponsors goes then the traction goes right so we've built up so much over the years it is time and we and the traction has gone down to be honest here. we do not want to lose traction and i hope that you know we do not because it's taken time right it's taken a lot of effort it's taken a queen like saina nehwal to bring this back right you don't want the efforts to go into waste just because of the fact that we haven't capitalized on the sport this is where i think bcci does a phenomenal job right they capitalize on everything and mm-hmm. and you know as much as sometimes i i listen to my fellow badminton players saying that are kya cricket but that is the mehnat of bcci that is the work they've put in Look at their marketing right from their 80s. Once Kapil Dev won the World Cup, till then, so Doordarshan was there, right? But then Sachin came, the poster boy came, then came deals, then Pepsi came on, and slowly, 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 then it evolved. Then the IPL came in, and they won strength to strength. So I have to give a lot of credit to how BCCI has done their job, right? Lot of credit. It is. It is just not not that. I mean, as a cricket has become the heartthrob of the country. For us, it is like this. But people at BCCI knows. Know that you know how much time it is taken today. That we are they are untouchable. They're so good right now. So one thing I want to know from you, Shlok, is like how we spoke about certain academies in India. You have the Gopi Chandra Academy. You have Prakash Padukone's Academy, and you are a person who who's gone abroad and played so much. I think you played in more than like forty different countries. So yeah. I don't know if you've ever had a, uh, had uh, had an opportunity to visit academies abroad, but seeing the academies and infrastructure in India. and can you give like a general sense in terms of comparison where do we stand with international standards in terms of uh, state of the art uh, for the longest of time we've had prakash padukone academy now backed by infosys and the pulela gopichand badminton academy i've been very fortunate to train at both the places uh, state of the art absolutely state of the art there's absolutely no doubt about it uh, then in the next line you've got anup sridhar's academy at Bangalore, and then you got the Suchitra Academy, but then some of them do not have grounds. One thing is lacking. Some maybe have a physiotherapy wing, some do not. Uh, but completely, if you look at bases covered from A to Z, there are only two academies. Uh, most of them have a lot of courts and stuff. But the thing here is that if you look at say China, China has got twenty courts in every district. so what happens there is that every district say the best players go into province ke best center pe wahan se pick ho ke then they go to the national center so itna streamline ho raha hai ki eventually jo pahunchte hai na wahan pe they are world beaters and they play the numbers game 
quite clearly they train so much saying that so our 70% 60% will probably break down and they won't probably make it but then that 30% 40% will make it to the province and that usme 20% will make it to the national center no more often than not they will become world beaters more often than not so that is how we work so ideally in just in terms of purely badminton the way to go about this is that we need to have regional academies a west zone academy a south zone academy uh, a east a northeast and a north and a central zone academy where so you look at players performing well uh, in their respective state tournament then you have a zonal tournaments and then these guys are picked to play over there and waha they they train they train and then they graduate if they are good enough to the national center once they do well at the all india but again that regional center needs to be fully funded where they are we are not putting our own money or or it has to be linked uh with 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 the school saying that okay if you you've joined at 9th 9th 10th 11th 12th you are also doing your studies because a hey, studies is important right you don't want to be matlab okay you've got the one of 10 drop out doing very well but it's not going to happen with everyone so you keep till you you keep high school attached 9th 10th 11th 12th you study if you make it fair but if you don't make it you you can still go to college right because you've done your you've done your hsc it is it's, it's a recognized so ideally a regional academy attached to a school uh, where uh, there will be more attention towards your, the sport you are playing but for the fact that you are also studying right and uh, you 5 6 hours a day you are doing your classes because that is how it works with malaysia they've got a, a the singapore school of singapore school of sports works and malaysia also works with something like that uh, because again you need education right otherwise there is no backup uh unfortunately we do not have that i have seen so many players putting everything into badminton putting all of their eggs in one basket that if it doesn't work out kuch kiya hi nahi kuch knowledge hi nahi like that doesn't that doesn't need to happen you look at uh, athletes in the us you look at athletes in the uk if they do not make it as pro athletes they have another career waiting they do that just because like their basics are strong we are at a point that we need we need we we have to make sure that there is enough balance both so is that if we are playing the numbers game and people don't somehow make it their their lives are not ruined right they they'll pick up and they'll, they'll do something else so yeah so that is the way forward regional academies with a school find the best cream of players in under 13 under 16 under 19 and only have players till that much 17 18 they graduate chalo bhar either you make it to the national center or you become professionals there are only two ways but till you mold them till you are 15 to 18 that is the way because that is when you understand right kon kitna pani mein aur kon kitna nahi so a bit on the lighter note now shlok uh, yes. i know you ardently follow tennis i've seen it uh, you you really are a fan of daniel medvedev like krishna no 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 i am a big djokovic fan medvedev is also good uh, but yeah. i'm a i'm a i'm a big djokovic fan i'm a huge chelsea fan i was Yeah, yeah, I we know that. That's why we yeah. chose not to comment on that. That's yeah. not a topic we want to touch upon only. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, especially with Tushel doing so well, and you're back in the top four. Uh, if you were, if you had asked me which club I support till a month back, I would have probably said no. Uh, but now <laughs> I'm in, I'm in good spirits right now that uh, uh, you know Chelsea is doing well. But just the fact that I've always been a sporting fanatic, beat cricket, beat F1. uh be tennis be tt i've always had a knack to watch a lot of sports and i and i still do like in, in my set top box at home uh, there there is one thing which will have all channels i have channels like eurosport hd also in my set top box so do i i sit and watch <laughs> so, euro league basketball on that <laughs> exactly so i'm just a very keen watcher of the sport and yeah i mean i watch so, anything and everything so So very, uh, very good question. Then I have for you. So who is, who would you say is your favorite athlete of all time uh, across sports? And that's a tough one, right? I mean, there's so many good ones. You got Usain Bolt. You got Michael Jordan. You got LeBron James. You got Novak Djokovic, Roger Federer. You got Linda and Lee Chongwei. <laughs> okay, pick uh, one. Just pick one. Pick one. I would probably. uh how probably right now maybe say novak djokovic yeah just like that i mean he's amazing right uh from what he was to what he is now and he gets a lot of hate sometimes i understand 
because he's in an era of players like uh, Rafael Nadal and Roger Federer too, but to stand and make a name for yourself in that era and I, that's why i've got tremendous respect for andy murray as well because it's not easy to be in an era of uh, two greats like rafa and uh, federer similarly like lindan lee chong where when those two were there it was very difficult to break into that but uh, but novak djokovic has as is there and just the fact that you know he's, he's such a marketable athlete right and right now my other favorite right now is naomi osaka i think she's fantastic i mean just I mean, I just love the way she just handles herself off court, also. So, yeah, Novak Djokovic is my current favorite athlete. After taking a name, you were blushing quite a bit, huh? You're crossing the line. <laughs> Naomi Osaka. Oh, Naomi Osaka. Who doesn't blush, yeah? Naomi Osaka. I mean, Naomi Osaka. Dig jayegi to me gir jaoga. Kya blush kya karna ke baad? Oh, oh, um chanti hoga. Aisa karke me gir jaoga. Slow, you are saying this. Imagine us. Imagine us, three of us. Still played with international athletes. You yourself are an international. I'm a married man. And she diligently watches this podcast, guys. Please, please help me out of here. Please. Shubham is out of this. Juhi, I didn't say anything. Please blame Mazhar. Juhi, I met Juhi two days back only. She catch me first anyway. But... um. A bit again, a bit more questions on the lighter note only, Shlok. Yeah. So, who else have been your mentors growing up uh, in badminton, and who have helped you reach the levels you did? So, so on Guru Purnima, I always wish uh, one of my, you know, extremely close doubles coaches. So his name was Vijaydeep Singh Nita, former national champion, has played the Asian Games. I think a lot of credit. I give a lot of credit of my game to him. Because you know we had that connection as an Indian coach, put a lot of work, with, especially with me and Arjun, put a lot of work. So Vijaydeep Singh Nita, he doesn't get a lot of credit, but I hope that if he's listening this, that uh, you know you deserve a lot of credit in Indian badminton, especially in doubles, and what you get. Uh, apart from that, Kim Tan Her, who was the Malaysian coach who formed uh, Arjun and myself, and is probably the reason why Chirag and Satwik are doing well. The Malaysian now he is. Uh, at the Japan setup, doing extremely well for himself. Uh, one of the best coaches I've ever worked with, to be honest. So, uh, in terms, so I've been very fortunate to have very good seniors and very good coaches. So Vijay Deep Singh Nita and Kim Tanner, possibly uh, as my favorite coaches. And just in terms of the seniors I've had, Kashyap and Pranoy and Samir, Shrikant, and all of them, you know, so. You know, so giving and you know, never shy away from giving advices and just take care of you uh, so well. Especially when you're a freshie in the team, right? There's absolutely no senior junior cup panga. Uh, I've, I've enjoyed my time traveling with them. You know, being Thomas Cup teammates with them. Uh, so yeah, so very good coaches, very good seniors also. So yeah, and especially with doubles also, Pranav Chopra, uh, Pradnya Gadre, obviously Chirag and Satvik. You know, we were teammates. Absolutely rock stars, both of them are. So yeah, man. I mean, I've had uh, fantastic teammates, fantastic seniors, and you know, very, very nice coaches uh, over the years. Because that is what has made me what I am today. There's, there's no other reason. If I wouldn't have had uh, my support system in place, my parents who wouldn't have taken that punt, saying that "ki chalo, bache ko sport mein dalte," right? Because my my time, my mom when she saw my pre-board marks of 39%. I thought my abandon career would be over. But yeah, I was very fortunate that mom and dad told that that go, son, play, see what happens. And I'm super glad because badminton has made me what I am today. So I'm eternally grateful to the sport uh, forever. And we are grateful to you, Shlok. Honestly, it's uh, at the end of the day, it's a pleasure to have you on board. You have made an entire nation proud by all you've achieved. And you stand for a lot of the youth, and hopefully, you know, we'll see many more people like you in the near future. And hopefully, we'll many reach... more people like you. We would like you also to come back, man. Please make a return and come back to the sport. <laughs> never say never, man. I always tell this. Never say never. I'm possibly in the fittest condition of my life. I, I train a lot. I still train a lot without any goal or purpose. Never say never. Hopefully, some sponsor comes in and gets me back on court, saying that it was you go, you play the tournaments. I'll fund you. You just go out there and play. Any potential uh, owners, uh, potential corporates who want to sponsor me, I'm still in the game. I still train every day. I still about train about six hours a day. Uh, so yeah, man, I say never say never. 
so yeah, keep doors always open. You never know when what opens up, right? So, Krishna yeah. nonsense dollars. We'll get Krishna to sponsor you. It's okay. Krishna nonsense dollars. <laughs> best dollars are the best, है ना? What I would like to say is honestly, Shlok. Uh, I think all three of us feel the same way. Thank you so much for being a part of this, sharing your insights, sharing your stories, uh, giving insights to our viewers and listeners about the India scene, where we can be, uh, and how things are developing uh, in our country. And yeah, to you also for everything that you've achieved uh, for India, everything you've achieved in the sport. Uh, I'm sure there are a lot of people who will look up to you and and would like to uh, uh, join the sport. So. Uh, you're just a fantastic athlete, and uh, it was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for joining us today, uh, and for all our viewers and listeners. Uh, Shlok also runs a podcast, so Shlok, can you talk a little bit about your podcast for uh, to our viewers and listeners? Yeah, so uh, similarly, like you guys, I run a podcast of my own on the IVM Podcast Network along with my co-host Tanvilad, who's also uh, who's still pursuing uh, and still and still is a pro badminton player. Uh, it's called the Millennial Millennial Athlete with Tanvi and Shlok. Uh, so a new episode drops in every monday you can find it on any uh, you know podcast platform you listen to uh, just type the millennial athlete and you'll get it uh, so as yeah, so the basic point was to you know talk about policy talk about sport uh, talk about athletes and their journeys and what's made them their stars today and to basically let the viewers understand that the fame and the money is the end game right you know, but the hard work starts when you are 7 and 8 and there's a lot of sacrifice uh, but we are branching out we are talking about policy uh we are talking about sports uh psychology we are talking about a lot of things uh and yeah and obviously we do get some banter considering we have some of our friends on the show so we do get a lot of dirt and we also get a lot of banter uh so yeah, so if, if yeah if anybody you know wants to uh listen about uh me and tanvi talking about a lot of sport please go tune in every monday we get a new episode you can follow us on our social media you'll get your updates anyways uh but yeah once again thank you so much uh, uh you know all of uh, my three co-host no three hosts today who uh, for a change got me as a guest uh, it's really heartening to see people talk about sport and you know trying to make a change i wish you guys all the best and all the luck and hopefully you will be on a, a you know production platform extremely soon uh, so yeah so lot of best wishes and you know keep keep going keep continuing your journey and you never know yaar what will happen so yeah thank you so much once again it was my pleasure to be on and uh, good luck to all of you and i'll you know keenly watch uh, all of your episodes in the future that's great to know to thank you so much to all the viewers we'll put, put in a link to uh, shlok's podcast in the description below and the usual like share comment subscribe and we shall see you guys again next week thank you thanks shlok